0: Welcome back to Clickbait with Bachelor Nation. We are so happy to be back with another episode for y'all. So last week, we really wanted to give you guys a chance to get to know us a little bit by sharing a little bit about ourselves or in Joe's case, a lot of it.
1: Uh,
2: i take resent to that but that's okay keep going
0: (laughs) but this week we are on track to give you guys a full fun episode that's less about us and all about what's going on in pop culture we're going to kick this episode off with why we all are here the juicy clickbait headlines of the week and we're not just talking about the headlines That's just how we reel you in, honey. We're going to be talking about the big picture of it all, discussing how these stories affect us and the world that we're living in. And that is not all, you guys. I am so freaking excited because today we have our very first guest. That's right. Say it with me. Very first guest. And I'm stoked (laughs) about it. Yes. We, we should have, have said it
2: with you there, but <laughs> I was like, hey, I you know.
1: know. <laughs> I was
0: kind of enjoying that little dance you were
1: doing with it, honestly. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yes. I'm so excited to announce in just a little bit, we're going to be having E's very own Justin Sylvester on to talk all things pop culture. I'm a huge fan of his. He is on E Daily Pop. I'm sure many of you guys have seen him. He's also known as the Lady Sitter. I've been a huge <laughs> fan of his for years. Obviously, I'm a huge fan of Housewives of Beverly Hills, which is where he got his start from. So excited to pick his brain. There's no one else that knows more about pop culture than him. You guys, I'm
0: so excited. I feel like he's like the best first guest we could have.
2: Yeah, I'm excited, too. I'm excited, right? too, because I was watching a lot of him on epop and this guy, he goes in on people. So um, He does. Yeah. He's
1: not afraid to speak his mind at all. What Hannah? Okay, I want you guys to be honest with me. How many times did I say like in the last podcast?
0: <laughs> um, like, like one or two? Like, like maybe? Like,
1: like, like one? <laughs> I d- okay, I was listening back. I did not realize how much I said like in a podcast. I guess my nerves kind of got the best of me. So you guys, be patient with me. I'm not. Sure we, don't worry say, about Should that. we
2: call you out on it?
1: Yeah, you should. Or maybe just
0: take a shot every time I say like, Joe. Wow, Hannah. I'm not trying to get drunk.
2: It's a All podcast. Right. It's
1: 12 a.m. <laughs> <Hey.
0: laughs> I mean, 11 a.m.
2: You know what I say a lot is basically. And I don't know where <laughs> I got that from, but I say it a lot. Basically. Well,
0: basically. apparently I say <laughs> in the sense of, or I say. In the, the sense of? Yeah. In the, in the sense, sense of, of, I don't know. Yeah. I've been called out recently about phrases that I have. So, you know, we all have our thing. Who cares? It happens. <laughs> I've been
2: up since uh, I woke up this morning at 430 in the morning. 430. Why? Because I, w- I just like woke up and because and, I'm watching the show Succession. I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's on HBO. It's I know you saying that. It's the greatest show ever right now. I love it. I'm obsessed with it. And I don't know. It just I think it just kind of. I don't know if it stresses me out, but it just like.
0: Wait, what like, is what the kind show of, like? What is it? Like what's
2: the genre? <laughs> so, the show's about business and it's about a big media conglomerate, but mm-hmm. I get so into it and then I I don't know, it just maybe puts me in a weird mood when I fall asleep. So, I fell asleep and then I woke up really early and then I worked out and I think I pulled my back. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like getting older is Days go on, like most people do. I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. I can just imagine you (laughs) running like oh I can't. It's 5:30 in the morning. I pulled my back. I'm like, what is what is going on in my world? All right. You you know what? We're gonna have I pulled my back. We all know about it. We're gonna have Justin coming on in just a little bit. Before we do, we have to get into the clickbait. While we're why. We are here, what we're doing on this podcast, so let's get into these articles.
0: Okay, so I'm sure you guys have seen it, because it is literally everywhere, but there is this video circulating online that's been honestly making everyone go crazy. I think I got it sent to me maybe like, I don't know, 10, 15 times, but it's a video of a 37-year-old Idaho native, Nathan (laughs) Apodaka. which I think I butchered that, but it's fine, um, who is in this video skateboarding down the highway, literally chugging a gallon of cran raspberry juice while singing my favorite song, Fleetwood Mac's Dreams. And I'm not going to lie, like, he cannot be bothered. Like, he is a whole mood, and I love him so much. So then Mick from Fleetwood Mac, like one of the co-founders and drummers, he actually recreated the song, also drinking cranberry juice, and I, like, honestly, the world's going crazy about it. I can't, I didn't think that anybody could top Nathan's, but this is, I love it. I love it so much.
1: I mean, if Mick's doing it, it must be cool. My question is, where did the cranberry come from? Like, does someone have, like, a UTI or something? Because no. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only time I'm drinking cranberry. Or, well, I used You're to drink... You're
0: kidding. Cosmo- well, yeah, if I have, like, UTI. <laughs> I love cranberry juice in general. Really? cran raspberry. Oh. Cran raspberry, literally growing up, it's always been in my refrigerator. Like, my dad is obsessed with raspberry or cran, uh, cranberry juice. But,
1: but I've never even cran favorite. raspberry. It's like, what? <laughs> you buy it at Costco,
0: Hannah.
2: <laughs> this has to be your favorite video of all time. It's your favorite song. Okay. And, and your favorite, you drink. know, Joe? you're trying odds. Wow. You you're rude. But what's cool is, is he is a regular guy, a working guy, a hard worker, and he's blowing up on social media. I think he's got, A million followers, 1.1 on Instagram and 1.8 on TikTok. So, I mean, these are our new entertainers. I think
0: that's the best part of like quarantine, though. Like, I feel like it's kind of just put a highlight on the person, like the guy next door, the girl next door. You know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah, I don't know. It's so cool, like how you can literally post something on the Internet and get the attention of someone famous like Mick Fleet you know, like I know it shows how you can instantly become so connected.
2: You think this is going to last after quarantine or do you think this is why it's happening?
1: I do. I think people just want to see something real, something that they yeah.
0: can
2: relate to. Like, oh, I,
0: yeah. Like I, I can be Nathan. I can be Nathan. And the fact that people are like so invested in his life now, and want to like help out. And just after this video of him just being a total vibe, I think it's great. Yeah. I don't know. I watch it.
2: Three hundred times a ton of money. I mean, I'm not me personally. I'm not a big fan of short form, like com, like because yeah. I guess he's like a comedian, right? Like this is like the new comedy in a way. And I don't okay, know. I'm just I, not into it. Are you
0: raining on the parade?
2: I you know, I want the best for Nathan. I really do, and he's blowing up as well as he should be. I'm just not gonna watch it.
1: <laughs> you I, know? I think okay. it's cool. I I think it <laughs> gives you, you. I, and that's why I love TikTok. <laughs> I love TikTok because it like gives you an escape from like everything that's going on from the world or your work. Like you were able just to go on TikTok and you're able to see people from all different walks of life. I feel like now more than ever, day to day people are being more recognized and celebrated than mm-hmm. prior. You know, if you like 10 years ago, it's just the models and the actors. Now it's like, yeah, it's only in Hollywood. Now it's broadened. I think. That has a lot to do with our society and what we're
0: taking interest in and how heavily we're influenced. He literally wasn't doing anything except for literally on his way to work, drinking Cranberry, listening to music on a skateboard. Like, that's what I love. So I don't know what else you want, Joe. Okay, what do you want to do? Do a backflip on the damn thing?
2: What? I want to CEO, uh, you know, OK,
0: I mean, what if he was eating pasta Would that make you happy or a produce of some sort? Like what?
3: What's that? Well,
2: he's working. He's actually working in produce coolers like I used to. But I, I don't know. TikTok is a world of its own. I guess I'm too old for it. I don't do it. I, I mean, you guys are TikTokers, right? You guys have TikTok. Yeah,
1: I mean, I and dabble. I, I don't really do TikTok. I just watch TikTok. So I yeah. watch like the cooking videos.
2: Well, you know what I used to watch? Movies, and movies, <laughs> in theaters that I I feel movies. like it's basically being ripped away. Did you see a big, um, a big company, Regal? They opened up their theaters and then two months they had to shut down. The box offices are getting crushed because no new movies are coming out. Yeah. The experience of the movies are gone, or at least I feel like they're gone. No more date nights, candy, pop the movies was that no, kind of like best. your first
0: date would you take a girl out to the movies
2: I yeah w- when I'm in a relationship I'm going to the movies dinner, really the movies,
0: I wouldn't yeah. want that I
2: don't, I don't want I've someone to take me to movies. the movies
1: I don't want that I want someone to take me to dinner and like us be able to talk more versus it's having what? to sit in a movie and not talk
2: Okay, but what about when you're dating someone for like a year and then you go to the movies? See, I'd rather
1: stay at home. No, see, I'm going to split because Regal Cinema is actually, their headquarters are in Knoxville, which is where I'm from. And so it's really sad to me because I know people that have lost their jobs from this, you know, the theaters being shut down. But at the same time, I understand why people want to be at home like you know there's COVID and then on top of that like people are more comfortable like more content being at home versus like feeling like they have to go out.
0: I mean I get that I feel like my only thing against movie theaters is the fact that you pay like $187 for one small box of popcorn and like a soda um, and your movie tickets because it's so freaking expensive but I have literally been to movie theaters my whole life like my dad is a huge guy when it comes to sound systems and we would always go to the movie theaters watching everything um, that would come out because like i just love sound i love the big picture me and my one of my best friends literally go to the movies we would go at least twice a week before covid what this is more like is more like the private movie theaters where you can like actually like, order a bottle of wine get some like sliders well, you <laughs> put drink, your feet you up drink
2: wine, <laughs> you drink wine in the movies in the i'm movie sorry
0: joe yeah, it's a very pleasurable oh, experience. You I lay so back. I so
2: disagree with that. you have like a massager
0: <laughs> chair, <laughs> you're just in the. It's great. I don't understand. Like the movies are like something like I truly love. I love, I,
2: those I love the too. yeah. I love the movies. I don't like to drink wine and watch a movie. I don't think wine really? goes with movies.
1: I, I think a coke and popcorn <laughs> goes with movies and yes. some gummies.
2: Yeah, I yeah I'm, I agree. Okay, some
1: sour gummies. Wow. Wine
2: goes with dinner romance, conversation. You know what? I don't, I don't think wine belongs. Okay.
0: But, you know what? We're going to start a poll. I would like to know a poll. I would love for everybody to please select something on our story. On the clickbait story, it's going to be, do you drink wine on a day at movies or do you drink a soda? Okay.
2: Yes. Slide <laughs> into my DMs because I don't want to know. I mean, I'm. I am do not drink water, but popcorn and candy. Water.
0: Hey, who drinks water at the movie? Oh, my God. I'm done with you.
1: I'm hey, never I'm going to I'm not saying that the soda isn't spiked. I might have a little bit of vodka exactly. in it.
0: Exactly. See, look at you. Hannah, hey, do I well like. <laughs> you
1: (laughs) you guys well there's no need for zombie movies to be released anytime soon because a video of sean mendez and camilla cabello has resurfaced and sean is finally speaking out on why the two of them looked like absolute zombies walking down the street so sean speaks out about the video months after the internet went wild expressing what the heck was going on while they were walking down the street in miami literally you guys i don't know have y'all seen the video yet yeah. I saw the video. I mean, it's obviously, it's an old video from the beginning of quarantine. But they're walking out. Looks like their house in Miami, and it looks like they're coming out of The Walking Dead. Like they look very strange, and I don't know if they're just caught like in a bad moment, bad hair day, bad outfit option of the day. But they just looked odd. The internet I mean, I went think- wild about,
2: about it. it. See, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't want to be arguing with you guys on every topic, but oh I don't goodness. really have an issue with what they were doing. I mean, they were just like, they were, you know, it was quarantine. They're walking in the morning. They're chilling. They're walking a little slow. And I don't know.
1: Well, and then everyone after that started speculating because they looked miserable. They looked yeah. not happy to be with each other. Then people started questioning them and like if they're happy and if their relationship's going to make it. And I can't
0: help to think the same when I saw the video. I just can't believe, like, it must be exhausting to be, like, a full-blown celebrity like that to where you just literally minding your own damn business, walking down a sidewalk with your boyfriend and <laughs> looking walking done, around but, in a like, Jasmine costume. Everyone has, like, <laughs> something to say about it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you can't even walk. God forbid. Like, what can you do? You know what I mean? It must be exhausting. Honestly, it's just the fact that, like, they can't even go for a walk just, like, being in whatever emotion they are um, without people even, like speculating if they're even doing well if they're really in a relationship if this is happening that's happening to like for them to come out months after the fact about a video of them walking is obnoxious
1: and I'm sure that has to be so annoying for them that they even feel like they have to stand up for themselves or owe
0: any kind of you know any kind of explanation to anyone I'm sure we've all kind of experienced it in our relationships at some point it's just um you you do let some people get into your head and then you start questioning things and then um, like even like when I was dating um, someone <laughs> I don't know anyway <laughs> um, ooh, I was, <laughs> ooh, I, what was that? Ooh, it was Tell after me. Paradise I was dating I was dating John for a hot minute and I went to dinner with um, one of my business partners and we had just gotten off work and we went out to dinner or whatever I was literally video recorded saying that I was cheating on John and like uh, I do things for fame like are you joking like I literally went to dinner after like an eight hour day and it's just like I'm not the kind of person but some people take those headlines and like associate that with you you know yeah. what I mean
2: it, it, and yeah, that and sucks especially if you, and especially if you guys are like living in different states and then he's got to hear it from the internet it's right. hard not it's it's hard to trust somebody like that yeah uh, which
1: when the media is trying just to tear people down and tear people apart,
0: their yeah, I just don't understand where these people get off. Like, just like, let them live. Like, let everybody live. Like, yeah, they're walking down a damn street. Walk Jesus. slow.
2: Walk slow. <laughs>
0: So on to another headline, it is award season and the filmmaker Steve McQueen has a lot to say about the British Academy of Film and Television Arts, also known as BAFTA, as he warns them that they will lose credibility if they do not show more diversity in this award ceremony. Um, so basically, Steve McQueen is the filmmaker that made 12 Years a Slave, which is an incredible movie, but he's fed up. Um, and he just thinks that people of color are just repeatedly like snubbed um, at the award ceremony and that if they don't show that they're moving forward, especially this age A&H in 2020, when this is such a big topic of concern um, and awareness now um, that they they might lose credibility, just like other award shows. Yeah. And so he's basically saying, like, get up or like, what the heck are you doing? Um, yeah. What's the point?
2: Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they'll be left behind as well as they should. I mean, we live in a diverse world, so we should showcase that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's real life. Yeah. And mm-hmm. life should imitate art, or art should imitate life, right? Mm-hmm.
0: No, it's One true. One or the other.
2: Mm-hmm. But, I mean, yeah, it's real life, and, and I want to see that. And I want to mm-hmm. see it on the screen. And if that's not going to be showcased, then what are we watching?
0: I think this year has just shed a light on a lot of the um, issues that are probably going on behind closed doors um, with a lot Mm -hmm. of companies. And that has been going on for years and years. So it's now just being brought to people's attention, bringing things to light. And I feel like such like a prominent um, space, like filmmakers, you know, the impact that they can have on the entire world they should be utilizing all that. I mean, like even like Rihanna, she just had this Savage Fenty like fashion show and that girl, like honestly, like although she is very influential, something as small as like, just like her line had every single type of body shape, color of skin, men, women, whatever you are was on that. And like everyone is glorifying her for it. Cause it's just like, that's real. Like that it's is so much real. more interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: much more interesting.
0: But the fact that it's such a big deal that you're seeing like people that are your average guy, it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on multiple different (laughs) platforms, not just
1: movies, like TikTok and Instagram, like people like to see real lives. They like to see the Nathan, they like to see someone that is different than just the Hollywood perfect model or actress.
2: Well, that, yeah, that's, and that's why those platforms are blowing up, right? That's why they're getting so big because you're actually getting to see real life. And I think the bigger companies need to follow suit.
0: I mean, there was, um, there is a guy and I, I I really should know his name. There is a guy that was on, um, in her fashion show. That's just like the average African-American male. That's probably 200, 300 pounds. And like people were saying like, I've never seen a guy like me. In like a fashion show, and I know I can like I know I can wear those clothes because it fits a guy that with that body type. That's my body type, so yeah. it's just like yeah. the fact that you just like it's just called inclusivity. Like just well, yeah, you just think that show real life.
2: Yeah, it, you think that also helps with self esteem.
0: Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I
2: mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think we'd become a happier country, America. a happier world if people feel better <laughs> and feel encouraged about who they are and comfortable yeah, every, being comfortable in your own skin. Right, Absolutely. exactly. I
1: think everything stems from how you feel about yourself. If you feel good about yourself, feel confident, if you feel like you're living in a world that at least makes you feel accepted to some extent, then you're going to make better choices because you're going to be like you're going to be more secure in your identity and who you are. And something that I saw recently that makes me happy to see is like the modeling industry like they're having women of not only all different shapes and sizes but different backgrounds too. So they're having models with down syndrome, which is, I think is something really special
0: and something that is being acknowledged. Like Winnie Harlow, like she has a skin condition where I'm sure she was made fun of a lot as a kid, just because she doesn't, Mm -hmm. you know, look like everybody else. But the fact that she's so strong and she's now known as like a well-known model and that the world has accepted her for that. Like, I'm sure that she has inspired so many other women and, and children even that, that, just like her, she's giving them a voice, a platform, and just something to identify with. And I feel like if you haven't learned that in 2020, then wake up, baby. Where where are you? Wake up, everyone! <laughs> everyone, j- jump on the train. So I'm super excited to bring up this next article. It's probably one of the most exciting articles we have today, and I will tell you as to why in a second. But. You guys, E has released the nominees for this year's People Choice Awards, including the recipient of their People's Icon Award, who's also my freaking icon. I am so fucking excited. Jennifer Lopez is to receive the People's Icon Award at the 2020 E's People Choice Award. I am so the Black. excited. Jenny from <laughs> the Black. I'm so excited. She's so deserving. Honestly, J Lo is a freaking icon. You guys, what hasn't that woman done? She's been in movies. She's made music. She's a performer. Like a you know I mean? like the dancer. Old, an performer. She doesn't age. Yeah, I'll she, tell you that. Honestly, yeah. if she right? could drop her skincare routine, that'd be freaking great in her award speech.
2: I, I wonder what it must feel like to be nominated for a People's Choice Award. For those of you who don't know, our very own Hannah Ann was nominated for a People's Choice Award the competition contestant of 2020.
0: Oh, my God. We are in Anna, the presence of a celebrity. Up? I'm
1: so I'm so excited. You know something that's funny is my dad, he, so I'm at, okay, anyways, backstory and I'm back home in Tennessee in Knoxville for a little <laughs> bit. And when I found out, I told my dad and my mom, my dad had no idea, like, what it was. My dad's very, like, country. Bear, if you watch his TV, it's like the news or hunting shows. So he went outside and he was on his tractor mowing our eight acres, and he wrote in "vote" for <laughs> the So cute! Yeah, he, he, yeah, he was like, "You need to take a picture of this," and I'm like, "Oh gosh, Dad! Yeah, <laughs> vote! Yeah, but, yeah, vote for me! Vote for the election! Vote, vote, how vote!" Did
2: you, how did you hear about it? Did they email you or call you? Yeah. Oh, hold
1: on, hold on. Well, yeah, I got a text that morning because my mom saw it, and I was just like, "What?" And then I ended up getting
0: an email. I was like, oh, okay, like this is real. Like this is Wait, a mistake. That is, cr- did you freak out? Like, how, what was your first reaction? Like, were you so Were you nervous? What? No, I was so excited just to be a part of something like this. Just exciting. Obviously, things will be
1: like virtual this year. I don't know how the event will exactly go down, but I'm excited to ask Justin. Well, I
0: mean, it's their thing. So he is probably going
1: to be, he's going to probably interview you.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. Maybe this is kind of fun. What I know. You
2: say you got a speech prepared
1: enough about me. I'm really excited for this next part. Talking to Justin on here, because if anyone is going to have something to say about what's going on, it's going to be the king of E Daily Pop. So please, everyone, give a warm welcome to
0: Justin Sylvester. Justin, I am not going to lie. I'm so happy you are here today. And this is oh going to be a God, fun thank episode. Thank you guys for having me. Yes. I'm really of pumped. It's going to be fun. Of course. Number one, how are you doing?
3: She is good. I'm chilling, you know, just trying to get my life right now in this quarantine, right?
0: (laughs) I think that we're all trying to do all that. But right before you guys hit or right before you came on, we were actually talking about the People's Choice Awards and the fact that J-Lo is going to be our icon of 2020. Tell me about it. You love her too, obviously.
3: Oh my God. I mean, when you think about like, not only an icon, just a performer, yeah. Like she is one person that I've seen in concert a dozen times. And every time I see her on that stage, she lights it up. It's mm-hmm. unlike anything you've ever seen. And I think what's really important about JLo that we need to point out is that there are a lot of singers out there that don't give it a hundred percent because they never had to work for it. You right. know, I love Mariah, but Mariah will give you <laughs> Mariah will give you A little bit, because Mariah only has to give you a little bit, right? Right. Whitney squandered it. Jennifer worked for it every step of the way. When the odds were against her, she said that she was still going to do it and do it her way. And you know what? Bravo to this woman. She really crafted. That just uh, all of it. She really um, does,
0: and this has been a big year for her. I mean, she hasn't just done one thing. Now she has a movie coming out on Valentine's Day too. Like she's I just know. going for it. I heard about and that
3: she, movie. You too. I'm in I that movie. I'm what? excited. Oh, you're in it. Oh, yeah, in it? oh there <laughs> yes. you
2: go. Well, how do you, hey. how, how do you feel <laughs> right now? With okay, so quarantine. These award shows are not live. You're a correspondent. How is that like? Are you as excited as if it was live?
3: I kind of love it. I know this sounds crazy. Yes, I know this sounds crazy. It does. Back in the day, like back in the 50s and the 60s, if you look at what the Oscars used to be, like when Joan Crawford was kicking it and like Marilyn Mm -hmm. Monroe – what they would do is they would televise or show, sorry, they would broadcast it live on a radio, and then the yeah. star would walk out of their house with like the nightgown or the gown and their kids oh. and give like a press you know review of you know how they felt and it was like this intimate thing to be invited into the star 's house and I almost felt like it was that moment all over again it was right. Hollywood, and it was. This invitation into a world you would never be able to, you know, be invited into.
0: Yeah. I mean, okay, so do you think you're going to be virtual or are you going to be on the red carpet? Do you know?
3: Oh, for us, I think we're going to be completely virtual. I think okay. E likes to take, doesn't like to take any chances. And, yeah. you know, if you go back, if you go back to the Golden Globes, if yeah. you rewind the Golden Globes and you look at how many people weren't feeling well in February, and just talking on people's mics and shaking hands and posing for pictures in the red carpet. About that. It's so and true. A lot of people were not feeling well. I was at a motherfucking... <laughs> I, was at a motherfucking- <laughs> I was at a motherfucking... Breast Cancer uh, Research Foundation, shout out to BCRF, had this huge, like... Um, they had this huge gala every February. It was bumping. Yeah. And Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson were there. And they weren't feeling well. Right. But no one knew what was going on. Like No one had the words to call it what it was, but right. it's very crazy. And there's a really big celebrity there. There was a really huge celebrity there whose partner did, is, has um, underlying issues, medical mm. issues. So mm. as somebody who was on the board of this, um, of this charity, right? You know, we were told, don't go you know, too close, you know, Blah 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 has underlying issues and motherfucking Tom Hanks was sitting no. right next to him. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But no. no one knew.
0: Like no one knew. Better play it safe than sorry then. Let's just make everything virtual. I mean there's no point at this point. Let's just like be safe. You could do the whole like dazzle thing, you know what I mean, on your own. You're gonna be no, fine. Do you think it's awkward at all? You're still gonna get that
3: beat, like you're exactly. still gonna get that goddamn beat. You're still gonna get that dress. That's <laughs> say, Jimmy Kimmel. I know you don't get paid a lot of money for you know hosting an award show. By the way, you don't make any money for hosting an award show. It's a privilege. What? You get paid like ten Gs.
0: Mm, okay, I didn't know that.
3: But y'all better come out of your pocket and have a GoFundMe <laughs> or OnlyFans for Jimmy Kimmel because he literally made that whole award show go by so quick and so painless. It was good.
0: And then we have Hannah Ann, who actually is nominated.
3: Congratulations, Hannah Ann. Competition contestant. Yeah, a
2: competition, competition contestant. contestant.
1: So, how do, is there something that, that's going to be new this year? I know that it's virtual, but are they going to like add any other elements to make it more interactive for the nominees, maybe?
3: The thing I love about E! is that the People's Choice Awards is kind of sort of their first priority. Like oh. it's like their pride and joy, and I know for a fact they have some really big things planned. They never let us in on the conversation because they never wanted to get out because they know oh, really? I'm just gonna walk around yeah. and be like, oh my god, there's <laughs> gonna be an elephant that delivers your yeah. people's choice award. <laughs> you know, like I would, I would tell all the yeah. teeth. They keep it so close to the chest that we don't even know what's going on until the day we get.
0: Really,
1: there. I love it. that. Maybe you'll be showing up to my
3: apartment. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. I would love how are you doing? Who I'm are you up against? Over. Who are you um, up against?
0: I'm
1: Candy Burris, who I'm a huge fan of, love Candy mm-hmm. Burris. Um, Madison Pruitt, who is also on the show, and um, a few others. I can't quite remember, but oh my God. I mean, it, it's a good group. It, it's a good group. But I'm just happy just to be a part of it. I mean, it's something that I've always watched and like had fun voting for. So, can someone help
3: me get on Bachelor in Paradise? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we can do Wait, that for you, right? what do you want to do? Do you want to like actually be someone today? Or do you want to be like the bartender? Do you be, I, I think I do see you being the bartender like stirring up the drama.
3: You could be the bartender. Absolutely. Honestly, honestly yeah. that's what yeah. I want to do. And I know, you know what? I don't want to take a job away from Wells Adams. I don't <laughs> want to like, you know, poach somebody else's job. I can also be the barfly who's always sitting there.
0: Drinking, a good one too.
3: And you have somebody to talk to, like while you sit at the bar. That is my ultimate fantasy because I think there's a lot of things that you know straight men are scared to ask women, but I don't care. Yeah. I'm gonna ask. We have yeah. that. It's
1: I don't stirring care. a
3: little. <laughs> oh my god! I'll be in the hot tub, just coming out of the water, being like,
2: hey girl I see you." If you could nominate, if you could nominate one e celebrity to be on The Bachelor, who would it be? Ooh.
3: Or bachelorette. Like, or bachelorette. Everybody's married over there. It's like the saddest thing. <laughs> oh, it no. really is. No one's single. Would wanna, no one's single. I would want to do it, but I wouldn't want to do it by myself. So if I was the bachelor and there was like gay contestants, I would want there to be a bachelorette at the same time. That right. Way we can get dressed together. We can talk together. We can See, that'd together. be Super fun. Yeah, we can that'd eliminate people fun. together. Meanwhile, I would be in that windmill the whole time.
0: Oh my <laughs> god, in a windmill, just in a windmill. No, you I would have died windmill. at our season in paradise, you would have died, you would have had
3: the best time. It's so so crazy. much juice, but there's mm-hmm. all these unspoken things. Like, I know you guys had a big drama in paradise that never mm-hmm. really got explained. I'm still concerned about that. Which were oh, oh. oh. yeah, CD Joe, Me- oh. oh my
0: god. What okay, ask me a question, I'll tell you
3: No, I'm just saying like, you know, there was that whole DeMario thing You know, like that whole like, Oh, okay Well, first they, of all. they just swept under the rug Like, we don't know what's happening
0: uh, Yeah, well, I don't know about that we part either. either Yeah, we don't know that part either I wasn't we there
3: were You were there? Well, you weren't
2: there I wasn't I mean, there, I was the season after Yeah. were you?
0: Yeah. Uh, the next season, I believe Let
3: me ask you a question I
2: was the next season and then Then no, it was we me two seasons after I was two mm. seasons
3: after and then it was you Let me ask you a question. When you're in paradise, because you're like on the real world or like Big Brother, they knew where to go to like do the nasty. Yeah. Is there like places to go that you can hanky panky without anybody catching you? Yeah. Well, not without anybody
0: catching you. It's a boom, boom room kind of thing. But but there's still cameras.
3: Okay, but there's like a, you know, there's like a video village where like, if you snuck behind a tent, you can like go preview some shit. Like, were people doing that on your seasons of Ashley Paradise?
2: I no. I don't know if we could talk about that. Oh, I you know. can. Yeah. What, happens, what happens in Paradise stays in Paradise. for me, does It ends up on ABC and It
1: ends up on everyone's TVs.
2: But for me, like, I was I, going into those shows, I would be so nervous. So, what is it like for you to host or and be a correspondent at a big award show like people's award you know what Um, I'm saying well do you get
3: nervous yes I get nervous sometimes but at the same time I just like I have a few drinks before these things happen you have to I'm sure you just have to do it and you just never know what's going to go down but you know it's funny because I feel like as far as the e-audience goes, I feel like I know her. I feel like she is my friend. I feel mm-hmm. like I have been talking to her since I was in high school, since I came out. Right. And it's easy for me to do live TV. I'm also not afraid of Twitter anymore. Right,
0: right. Twitter
1: can be? be a platform of I don't
3: hate. like Twitter. It's mm. scary. It used to be scary to me.
0: It's very yeah. scary. I, I, I don't do that. I don't know. I stay off of it. Those people are vultures, but they're also very funny on, on
3: Twitter. Oh, I always tell people, Hilarious. if you're going to curse me out, if you're going to call me every name in the book, at least hashtag my show so people know you're to watch me. Okay. Tag but me. Yes. I do live TV every day though. So for me, it's like you have to get used to people not always agreeing you know, to what you say about what you say or how you do things. And yeah. once you get over that fear that you're going to get canceled, it's just like, you know what? I'm going to show every day where I give my opinion. And if you don't like it, that means that I'm actually invoking something in you. And if mm-hmm. you know me, if you're my employer of three years or my friend or someone who I've worked with, you know what my heart is. So right. I'm not getting caught up.
1: Well, speaking heard- of your friends, I'm a huge fan of Kyle Richards. I'm a huge yeah. fan of Housewives of Beverly Hills. I have to ask, what is it like working with Kyle Richards or have worked with her?
3: It's kind of a joke. not. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. And I
1: love I love it when you hop on their their season. It's just why it's it always a joke? so much fun. Why why is it a joke?
3: It's a joke because we honestly spent every day, like the first four hours of our days, sitting in her closet talking. Oh my god. Like, ah, gossiping. Yeah. Like we didn't get anything done. I think her husband was like mad at us for the first year that I worked there because <laughs> we just had like never like I don't know, it was weird. It was my first year in LA. It was my yeah. first month in LA when I met her. She had never had him um, like an assistant, our lady sitter, and we honestly would just sit and talk and we became like really close friends, very like quickly. And then once season one had ended, she had went through so much in season one that we honestly became family. After I that love first that. Season. Um, and it's just, it's been like 11 years. And no matter what she asks, I would drop the phone. I'd drop everything tomorrow. She picked up the phone and said, Hey, I need you because, and she would do the same for me. Mm-hmm. It, it, yeah. it was weird. I was like, I was getting paid to like sit with a friend. Like it was honestly strange when I looked back at it.
0: I, I mean, I feel like I could kind of relate in the sense of like, um, even me nannying myself with like older kids, like, I'm just hanging out with you. It's just like a fun thing. And, or like, and their moms, like, we would end up just having cocktails after, We're just like, hi, but can I get a paycheck? Like, it's just kind of weird, you know? Cause no. it's just like,
3: they end up being like your friends. No, we just kikied. I mean, look, we got a lot of shit done. I don't think she knew what was going to hit her. That was the funny part. Yeah. When I started working for her, Atlanta Housewives, New Jersey, in New York had already been out. So I had I knew what to expect as far as w- what Housewives was like. She yeah. had never seen the show before. So ah, she was like, wow. it's gonna be fun. We're just gonna film, it's gonna be great. And I'm like, the filming is not the problem. It's when you have to do press. It's when right. you know fans start to react. It's the blogs, it's the reunion. Like you have to sit there for 12 hours a day and like film this reunion. And she honestly went into it with, like, virgin eyes. And yeah. after it was all said and done, she was like, oh, my God, how did you know all of that? I'm like, this is, like, what I do. Like, I am on the pulse. My finger's always on, on in everything. So, And it was interesting because I was only supposed to be there for 90 days. And then five years later, oh. I was like, hey, I think we should stop this. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel like because it was...
2: Her first season and then your first time in L.A., your first job in L.A., it made you
3: closer, like a better bond? Oh, 100 percent. Yeah, I think that we started, interestingly enough, started two really major life moments at the same time. I was moving to Los Angeles. She was starting Real Housewives. Mm -hmm. I started the first day that she started filming. Wow. Um, and we bonded in that. And I feel like sometimes, like even when I talk about the show now, everyone says, oh my God, you're so biased. Like, I, I'm i like, you know, she's my friend and we started this journey together. So right. yeah, she is my best friend, but we're also very real with one another. I can say to her like, you fucked up, you know what I mean? <laughs> and she could be like, ooh, you do really screwed that up today on TV. And that's what we love about each other. And you know, it's interesting because the show is kind of the thing that things that bonded us together. But now we don't really talk about the show. We yeah, really talk that. about the show. What role would you say she played in getting you where you are today? You know, it's, it's really funny when I look back on it and I look at, you know, how she kind of sort of, she's always supported me. She's never ever been like one of those people who thinks that you're climbing, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, right, yeah, right. Yeah. there's certain people in Hollywood that if you started with them, they see you as a climber because you want bigger and better things. Mm-hmm. And from the start, I will never forget this. She would tell me all the time, like, "You're too big for this. Like, <gasps> you should not be just doing this." So when well, you're you have that go, personality. And she would tell me that. You really all the do. Time, not I, not yeah. to cut you off, but you have like that. When
2: you, like, as soon that as you came actor, on, you have this energy you where you're like, you're bringing it. You are your own person. Like, there you're, you know, I feel that
3: for sure. Can you imagine you this at 15? Own it. Can you imagine this at 15 years old? My mother was probably like, get the fuck out of here. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, but I love that, too, that she was just so real with you. Like, yeah. that she wasn't, she let you be you, but also she wanted more for you. And oh now there you are. You know what I mean? Like, she let you have
1: a oh. moment and you
0: guys can still have that relationship. And you guys support each other.
3: Right. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, I might be the salt and pepper sometimes, and she might be the Spinderella and vice versa. and any, she's like the hype man of the century. Right. Because there's never a if, and, or a but. Like, there were times where I laugh all the time because if I, I called her and I was like, hey, I need a favor, and she'll be like, um, if I said, hey, I need 10 grand, mm. she'd be like, okay, let me just write the check. And then she'd be like, but well, what do you need it for? Like, but the <laughs> yeah. question is never like, she's never like, ooh. Like, Why? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, hey, I need to borrow your car for a week. It's never like, She's a real all friend. That's yeah. love. No, it's, it's love. Ser- it's love. Art, she is the funniest thing about her. She's going to kill me for telling you guys this. <laughs> I, I want to know.
0: Oh, I want to know. She's I love her. she the biggest
3: hypochondriac in the world? No. Really? So there have been times where she's like, hey, can you come to my house? I can't feel my right, right arm. And I'm like, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> and like, we live like an hour in of each other. And I know in my mind that it's not she's that big of a She's perfectly fine. Deal. right? But I'm yeah. like, let me just call the doctor. I'm like, hey, we need an MRI. Like, yeah. I'll sit with her <laughs> for Just entertain hours. it for a half minute. I'll entertain it for a minute. I'll sit her in the MRI. I'll sit there and like bring magazines and books while she's going through Oh my God. Oh, that's like, so sweet. Because it happens once a year. She gets really... Like she gets, she has a lot on her plate. She's like a mom yeah. of four who does it all. Like she does it all. Yeah. yeah. She's always there for her kids. She's always there for her husband. She's always there as an employee, as a, you know, talent on a TV show. <laughs> like she really honestly does not delegate anything to anyone else. I love. So I know well, it's of stress.
0: I will say like, there is one other thing that I want to say, because I feel like. Both of you guys started at the same time. And it was really interesting to me that how you feel more comfortable now being able to say what you want to say and not worry about cancel culture. And I feel like that's something that we have kind of experienced of like people like hanging on to words that we're saying and like, kind of like jump on you and like make it to be a villain. How did you guys, did you guys help each other get through that? Because I'm sure like Real Housewives, everybody comments on it. Like it's up for criticism all day, every day. And same with well, you the, with your job now.
3: Well, I got to watch somebody go through it. Yeah, you know, like the first season of the show. Even though I felt like I knew what was coming, bitch, I had no idea about. No idea. Like people on Twitter were mean to her, and it's because when you're on a reality show, people think that they know your lives. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They think that from 42 minutes that you split with 25 people on a show, (laughs) that they have the idea of who you are, and they also feel like because you put yourself out there, that they have the right. To tear you down mm-hmm. yes yeah. and you know season one you know we were the fan favorite up until episode 17 and then shit went downhill and then you know every season it would happen where there was an episode people didn't like our edit people hated yeah. and you you can't like you can't say you know to, you can't tell yourself okay we are only in it for two more weeks right. after episode four we'll be fine And watching her go through that and go through the range of emotions of hating it and then being okay with it and then, you know, getting to a point where she didn't let it affect her really taught me a lot about not hanging on to every single little thing.
2: Can we go go back to your 15-year-old self? Do you have like a moment in like that time, your favorite pop
3: culture moment or the moment that shaped... Your life,
0: because you. you came out to LA. One
3: came out to LA when I was nineteen. Sorry, I was okay. twenty. Twenty. I thought you were twenty. Okay. Yeah, twenty. I so I moved here when okay. I was twenty. I turned twenty-one here, and I was living here when the Britney fiasco went down.
1: Ooh. Oh,
0: was that? Your, is that your biggest moment? Well, Pop culture moment? Kinda. One of them.
3: I have to admit something. <laughs> A lot of people don't know this about me. I worked for this guy named Christian Odej. Do you know who that is?
0: Why does that Ooh. sound familiar?
3: He was the guy who she, started Ed Hardy.
0: Okay, wait. Oh, okay,
1: so yeah. yes, 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 yes.
3: I'm like, why do I know his name? I fucking worked at Ed Hardy at the height of Ed Hardy.
0: No, you did Did you call you
1: know.
3: the jeans? For Ed Hardy. Look, look. No, no. Hold on. <laughs> I worked with, I worked for, I, I worked at Ed Hardy at the time that Ed Hardy was a thing for That's the guy cute. who started Ed Hardy. So I got like, a crash course, course, yeah, in fashion branding, marketing, and just fucking like debauchery. Like I didn't know what I was <laughs> doing. I, I was working for this fifty-year-old insane dude who started one of. And I, when I tell you that Madonna used to personally call our like our offices, for what? Clients,
0: Gosh. Oh
3: my God, Elton John. Like no. people used to call. It was like the biggest shit show ever.
0: And you would talk to them on the phone.
3: And have to tell them no. That's (laughs) the crazy part. Like, hey, bitch, we can't get you 17 jumpsuits at your motherfucking house tomorrow in London by nine o'clock. We're in Los Angeles. And he would be like, fly them there. (laughs) (laughs) You're joking. And I would have to fly them there.
0: Oh my! Okay, sweet so Who's like the biggest celebrity that you had to like do some ridiculous
3: request for? Michael Jackson came in our office. Came to <gasps> our party. To cry. You I met Michael last, Jackson. I met Michael Jackson at a met Michael Jackson. Christian Odej had a birthday party. It might have been his forty fifth birthday party. Wow! He had this huge birthday party. Michael Jackson came. Um, Kanye West oh my The gosh. Black Eyed Peas like I, Kanye West came to our office before Kanye West Dropped like his first mixtape Like it was wow. insane wow. I remember Picking Lil Wayne up from the airport
1: Lil Wayne? Wow I remember
3: picking up Lil Wayne up from the airport you guys And literally When I say the biggest contact high Of my life I think I passed out in that Uber ride home <laughs>
0: I've actually fun that. I've met
3: Little Wayne before.
0: It's he crazy. He said my name. It's weird. He's a, he's a funny little man. He's How did that make you feel man? meeting him?
3: It was just like, by the way, when you're in a storm, like when yeah. you're in a tornado, you don't even think about being in the tornado. No. It's yeah. when the tornado puts you back into reality. Yeah. Because a year, six months after, or a year after I started there, I had to go back to school, to school at LSU. And just to like think about all the things that i had done in that 12 yeah. month span was kind of nuts
0: yeah wow
3: so That's you crazy. never get nervous at an award show then <laughs> basically i, I mean do, you know, i do though i, I you oh. know i used to because um i'm a very like funny off the cuff kind of guy like i like to fuck with people you know what i mean yeah like, yeah. Yeah. yeah and some celebrities aren't really used to it but they like mm. it but they're not used to it so if I ask a question to a celebrity who wants to answer it, normally they want to answer the question. They just are afraid that we will chop up the answer and take a bit our piece from it. Yeah. Right. What I was really nervous about when I first started E was E prides itself on having these relationships with celebrities and having access. Mm. So my fear and their fear was always we don't want you to say anything that would like cause them like to freak out because publicists normally are the ones who freak out. The celebrities don't mind it. Publicists right, right. just don't want to have to clean up the Everything. problem, the like, issue. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I fucked up early on in my career. And then I realized like, <laughs> and then they realized like, this is who he is. Like we're not going right. to We're just going to let him be him. So You've I had like getting... an iconic career. To be honest. What's been the
1: highlight of your entire career so far? Because you've iconic. met every
0: celebrity.
3: This is going to be weird. Tell me. Ooh. I think my highlight, this is really kind of crazy, was Tiffany Haddish sent me a voicemail.
0: <gasps> wow. And what'd she say? Yeah. <laughs>
3: She just sent me like the nicest voicemail. You know, we were talking, she came up in conversation. And by the way, every time I interview this woman, she like understands it. Like she Mm -hmm. gets, like, she's just professional. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times celebrities have, um, and it doesn't happen often. Actually, it happens a lot. Where, (laughs) although they know they're supposed to be there, although this was on the books, for months at a time there are still certain celebrities who and you don't know what happened the interview before you you don't know what happened the day that they came to that studio something could have happened something could have derailed their lives you know a lot of things I I take into account a lot of things I never take it personally but a lot of celebrities just aren't here for it at that moment and Mm -hmm. Tiffany Addish, every single time I've interviewed her Not only is she professional, but she understands that, like, this is hard for me. Right. So let me make it easy for you. And she's always been that person. And, you know, we had a really hard conversation about, you know, some things that she had brought up about her life and, like, just, like, some a really deep conversation on Daily Pop. And I took it from a more personal standpoint. And... You know, I kinda not defended her, I just highlighted the great things that she had said. And I thought it was an important story for people to hear because I think we sometimes forget that like, yeah, she's a comedian, but just the the underlying tones of what she talks about is so important, like self-love yeah. and accepting mm-hmm. yourself and not being afraid of your past and growing and and really achieving your goals. Like she is really an important person. In our zygost, you know, right. for mm-hmm. black women, for black men, for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to point it out one day, and she got a hold of the inner of the segment, and she called me to let me know that she appreciated it. Wow,
0: wow, that's amazing. Because I feel like something—it it might be so little to you that you were just talking about how you feel about the moment, but like the fact that she acknowledged it and then reached out to you
3: and told you thank you is like one hundred percent huge. That's because huge. They have busy days. You know? One hundred percent, and I think uh, just J Lo.
0: Oh, I love her. Literally, I love Lo. her so much. Are you Ramona or are you a Destiny? I need to oh, know. Oh,
3: bitch! I'm a Ramona. Just smoking I'm a, a the cigarette, <laughs> smoking a cigarette in a fur, like you know, just doing their thing.
0: I watch Hustlers so many times; it's it's a problem. Like I just I want. To be like, have my Ramona moment, but like, obviously. We all
3: want to be a stripper, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But she, to me, like, she is like, everything. She's about that business. And I, there's always that moment where like, you went too far, but they Mm -hmm. appreciate it. You know what I mean? Like, there are times where I'm like fuck it I'm going to ask. And like I know when a celebrity is like, "Oh motherfucker, you Oh, you think you're going to go there." Okay. <laughs> uh. But every time I go there, she is ready and she like she does it and she's so when I tell you like she's got this like very few people have it. Tom Cruise yeah. has it. Michael Jackson has it. Mm. Jennifer Lopez has it. It's this you're nervous, but you feel welcome because right. this there's this intense look that she well, I need to connect with you really quickly. Like I need to like let me connect with you. And you're so nervous that you're like, Holy fuck, you're staring me in my soul. Oprah mm-hmm. has it too. Like it's like, hi, it's just you and me. And then you're right. like, wow, there's not many people who do like who like who can actually do that.
0: That's amazing. It's wild. it's weird it's like a weird like but i know that look that you're talking about too i know exactly that look and i know what you mean
3: and like i only have five (laughs) minutes but it's yours right now yeah you're just like (laughs) like it's crazy (laughs) you like lose everything you lose every fucking word you came with
0: uh wait i want to ask you one one thing um okay so as of recently Biggest headline that's make you like kind of like shake a little bit that's kind of shocked you. Anything juicy
3: that potentially allegedly army hammer likes ropes and kink shit. <laughs> oh
0: God, I can't
3: with you.
1: Does <laughs> that excite Damn. you? Does that excite
3: what? you? Um, I- <laughs> And we're really excited about it. If it's true, it's okay. like, I mean, like, look, I've dated no. some men in my life. I will say this. The most conservative on the outside are the freakiest on the inside. So it, <laughs> didn't, sh- it didn't shock me. It right? just shocked me that he had been in a relationship so long that if it is true, he just <laughs> got sloppy with his Twitter fingers. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. That, I, well, that was out a- there. That is a great way Did to you wrap, wrap hear that? this up. <laughs> Did you hear no, that? No, no. Did you guys not hear that whole thing? No. It, it was like a Twitter conspiracy, but then the craziest part about the whole fucking thing. Oh my God, I'm going to get in so much trouble for this. Wait, Everybody, me. this is allegedly, this is like all allegedly. Hello, so, I'm all ears. Army Hammer breaks up with his wife. Mm-hmm. They separate. <laughs> it's like this thing. He's back on the market. He's gone on all these dates. Like, Randomly, mm-hmm. like in a three-day period, he had went out with Rumor Willis, and then oh, he went yes. out with this other woman who was Josh Lucas's like ex-wife, and then went out with this other la- lady, which I support. I'm here for like Do if you're in a ten-year relationship, you better sow those oats and drip all around this motherfucking thing, okay? <laughs> <laughs> because I already know he's got a wife. I know he's got a wet ass <gasps> pocketbook. I know he's, like,
0: <laughs> I know
3: he's ready to spend some cash on some dinner dates, okay? Yes, <laughs> and. It was like this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, a few days later, or a week later, this, these reports came out that he was liking all this like BDSM stuff on Twitter, mm. allegedly. Mm. Fast forward three or four days, Rumor Willis posts that photo of her wrapped in all that bondage with the caption along the lines of, I like it if you like it. Oh. So I was like, oh, shit, bitch. Like, this is <laughs> getting good. <laughs> it's getting good. It's getting good. <laughs> and she looked great. In the, like, she, like, I'm not even into that kind of stuff, but she looked amazing. And I yeah. thought to myself, if Army Hammer was, like, kind of into me, I would have bought some rope at the <laughs> local <laughs> store. Just to, like, Just my, <laughs> I would have went to the hardware store and put some latex on my ass. Like, I would have totally done it. That shit hit me for a loop. <laughs> oh,
0: and okay, of course, well,
3: so and of obviously, one what's happening on The Bachelorette. Oh, well, I think that's when we're going to wrap <laughs> this thing up.
2: <laughs> Justin,
3: can you let our it, listeners know where they could find you and what you got coming up? You guys, you can catch me every single day on Daily Pop Monday through Fridays, every day at 11 10 Central, and every Wednesday Just a Sip drops on every podcast platform, hmm. even Pandora. I bet is on Pandora. Can you oh, believe it? Here? I'm oh, proud yeah. of you. I'm on Pandora, y'all. Oh, uh. I'm on
1: Pandora. <laughs>
3: Catch me. I'm everywhere. It's so much fun. And you can follow me at the Lady Sitter. I'm giving you commentary. I'm giving you voter registration realness. I'm giving you laughs all day.
0: Giving it all. You, you are. Giving it freaking all. I am so happy you're here.
3: Oh you're my the God, I'm, li- I'm living my life. Oh,
2: guys. He was awesome, right?
0: he's so So good he's so much fun his energy is honestly everything i love him so much
2: well i love the i love the la success stories right come to Mm -hmm. hollywood at a young age you work as hard as you can and you make it and you make it as yourself like look at this guy he's 100% him and he's crushing it
0: Uh, i mean he's had a pretty insane road in la i mean first starting with ed hardy And then having his first job with, like, Kyle Richards, you know, in that aspect. And, like, that being filmed and whatnot. And then now the Daily Pop, like, why? Like, he's had a really good run, you know? But he definitely deserves it. Because you could just tell his personality just, he's meant for it, you know? Yeah.
2: And it doesn't seem like he's slowing down anytime soon. I know. Neither are we. You guys, our listeners, thank you so much for hanging out with us. (laughs) We love you. We appreciate you. I want to hear... All your all your opinions send me all the DMs I'm here for them make sure to tune in next week for more exciting news and we're going to keep having the awesome guests every week for you guys.
1: And don't forget to follow us on social media at clickbaitbn on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And make sure to let us know what you guys thought of this episode. Send us your favorite headlines, what guests you want on next. We are open to all suggestions and
0: ideas. Comment, like, and send us a DM. Last but definitely not least, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, The Wondery app, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.